Welcome to Let's Talk Seniors. Thanks to Anglican Care. In today's episode, Mel and I talk to our very special guest, nurse practitioner Jackie Culver, about people living with dementia and how carers can best approach the challenging behaviours that people may experience. Jackie specialises in ageing, dementia and palliative care, and we have enjoyed talking to her about a number of topics in our podcast series, and we know she never shies away from a tough topic. She is passionate about aged care and the opportunity to work together with people and their families, advocating for their preferences and assisting them to live well. Thanks so much for coming in today, Jackie. Can you tell us a little bit about the different types of dementia and also some symptoms that may lead to a diagnosis? Yeah, certainly. I won't spend too much time on it because I know Dr. John Ward has done an amazing job of talking about it. But um, In our past podcast, Jackie, right, yes, that people yeah. can refer back to. Yeah, yeah, so you can search Dr. John Ward if you want to. Yes. in the search bar and his podcast will come up. Yeah, yeah, they're very popular. So basically Alzheimer's dementia is probably the most common and 70 to 80% of people will present with an Alzheimer's type or a mixed dementia so they can have another type of dementia on top of that. Mm-hmm. And then the next one would be vascular dementia which is sort of like, like mini strokes and often caused by poor health. Although we know now that Alzheimer's has a very strong component of health related to its progression okay Um, so keeping well and fit and hydrated and and eating well is all things like that that are which is important important to sort of help stave it off in your later years jackie it is Mm. and then of course there's lewy body dementia which is quite specific and lewy bodies can often be found in with other types of dementia and and they have a sort of characteristic side to them and part of that is like hallucinations is something that we see in Lewy body dementia but Mm -hmm. not so much in the others Parkinson's type dementia as Parkinson's progresses and then of course the very challenging one which fortunately is not quite so common is frontotemporal dementia Mm -hmm. and that's where we see the really challenging and difficult behaviors. Mm. Jackie I know we just spoke about keeping healthy and fit is a good way to help Mm not get dementia but is there a genetic component to it as well like if your parent had it or grandparent is there more of a likelihood that you might get it well I think that there's been a lot of research in this area Mm -hmm. and yes some some Alzheimer's is hereditary Mm -hmm. there's a a sure thing that probably as we age more and more people are likely to get it the older they get Mm -hmm. and certainly with the vascular dementia it's related to high blood pressure heart disease things like that well obviously unless you look after those things Mm. you're going to it's going to be increase your chances Yeah, yeah yeah that's right so but um, I definitely I think I've read some stats about like people sort of 85 plus mm, yeah yeah, they're more likely yeah Yeah. and then sort of the symptoms that would lead to a diagnosis of dementia often memory loss is one of the Mm. early ones that people really struggle with Mm -hmm. with memory loss like a lot of us actually when we get to our older years start Mm. to think oh my goodness me am I developing these signals yes not only older years like I've got young children (laughs) and I'm often thinking wow what's my name yes (laughs) where do I live yeah. Where am I today? <laughs> That's right. Um, so I think it's really important to think that if you remember mm. that you forgot, like yes. so you lost your keys, you find them, oh, yes, I put okay. them there. That's not dementia. So you no. can be, if you're really stressed, you forget lots mm, of things. Absolutely. Yes. Everything. 100%. But if you lose something, you know, like your keys and you are convinced without mm. shadow of a doubt that you didn't put them where they were, 
or things like that. You know what mm. I mean? That, that and you don't have a ghost in the house. That's right. Yes. You've lost a pocket of memory. Okay, because I think that's a good distinction for people to understand. It is, yeah. And also I think it's understanding that, that layering with dementia too is mm. that, you, you know, people, uh, they stay the same person. They still per- have a wonderful mm. personality. They're still mm. an intelligent human being. But what they lose is pockets of memory. And that can mm. be very embarrassing. Oh, absolutely. And very frightening, yeah. very scary, mm. you know, to have that. Oh, I think that um, would yeah. be awful to lose yeah. parts of yeah. your memory. Like, quite terrifying. So what happens is, is we sometimes see a little bit of paranoia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, someone took my bag. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, we can see other behaviours like repetitiveness, fixating on things. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, and particularly with frontotemporal, we see this sometimes disinhibition. And this can be mm. private disinhibition or public. So it could be, mm. and I think this is a really difficult topic that we really should be opening up to mm. because I think it's quite challenging from talking to people. Yes. Um, so it, it might be somebody who actually strips off in the street mm-hmm. or as happened to mm. a friend of mine the other day, um, you know, her, her mum gave her a pad in a public toilet. <laughs> and so things like that can be really, really, it's very, yeah, it's very confronting challenging. for it's very families often. It is. Yeah. But then there's also the private side of it. When you're at home with a carer, you can become disinhibited to the point where like men can be demanding sex every day mm. or demanding a sexual behaviour that has not been in the previous relationship and that can be really hard for the wife mm. and of course the other side of it is with with that disinhibition and 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 also that whole sexualized side of it is you know there can be sexual abuse in that relationship mm. too so. and again that's a very confronting topic for families it is. and, and everyone involved yeah. Yeah, yeah no yeah. i agree yeah. it's a, it's a I subject often find that you've really got about. to get to know someone before mm. they let you know that and, and i had one lady that was lovely i was working with dr warden he didn't she said you know you won't tell him will you you won't mm. tell him that you know this mm. is happening but she was really hu- yeah. worried about her husband so mm. you know it does happen that was a, you know quite some time ago now and of course then we have pleasure seeking behaviors like you know compulsive eating wanting to be cuddled wanting mm. to touch mm-hmm. and not knowing the appropriateness of touch mm. um you know and and that confusion that comes with it so yeah so it's a pretty broad ranging yeah yeah and no group one person is the same yes. and what we've got to remember too is even someone with dementia can become ill and mm. get what we call a delirium on that so they might be confused and I mean, have memory loss and things like that and we might see them get worse Mm. suddenly and then we need to be very mindful of that that could be an indicator that something's wrong rather mm. than it being the dementia yep. yeah okay yeah for all your aged care needs choose anglican care where every moment matters so how do we deal with all these behaviors yeah. <laughs> wow <laughs> that was sounds, a lot yeah, I'm just, really just challenging standing there going okay whoa mm. and challenging from a carer perspective 100 yeah. percent. yeah i think so i think one of the things i always say is Think of it in, in the line of unmet needs. And even though an adult who is experiencing dementia is not a child, mm. if you think about how you would manage a toddler that was mm. struggling, having yep. a behaviour, you start to analyse. You look and think, oh, are they hungry? Do they need to go to the toilet? Um, mm. You know, is there something happening? There? Do they need some extra reassurance or love? So I think if we think about behaviours in a way of unmet needs mm. and try and approach those unmet needs in, in, in sort of try and find out what they are and then try mm. and approach them, then I think that is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Having a person with dementia stay, uh, be in a fairly familiar place or if mm. you go to go to places that they're familiar places where they mm. feel comfortable. And so routine, Jackie? Routine is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, routine is, is, is vital. It's really important when someone presents with a behaviour that you enter their reality, mm. that you don't try and convince them otherwise. Yes. Sometimes it's really hard. Like if someone's lost a partner and they've died, mm. and I've had this, where um, the wife will say, 
say, you know, well, I can't think where my husband is or my husband hasn't arrived yet and I have to say, no, he died mm. last week and they'll look at you with such shock. Mm. There'll be a, a dawning, a little bit of dawning there, but then mm. what, what the most important thing to do is then reassure them, oh, but you were there and you went mm. to the funeral and this is what happened. Okay. And also with families, I say, look, do picture books, do memory books, photographs, write about stuff so that the person with dementia can look down and see mm. things, help them be autonomous, have toilet written on the door. Mm. <laughs> this way yes. to the toilet. And at night, have a big sign by the door saying, mm. look outside, it's still dark. Yes. I know. And it sounds really silly. These I things, know, but, but Jackie, it helps so much. You and I, did you do the Enabling Eddie education? Yes. 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 So yeah. Dementia Australia has a fantastic resource called mm. Enabling Eddie mm. and it's a virtual reality tool and it puts you in the space of someone yes. living with dementia. And even like patterned carpet, patterned wallpaper, clutter can be so confronting. Like it's a really amazing experience because you can feel your heart rate elevating because you become so anxious. So Eddie needs to get up in the middle of the night and go to the toilet. And it puts you in his shoes. And it was just so challenging for him to get there. You really can experience his world. Mm. And then they make some modifications to his environment. And then you go back into his world and it's so much calmer and peaceful. So even though some of these things that you can put in place seem pretty simplistic they can make a massive oh, change to so the toilet world. on the door you're saying so yes, it's still dark what's some other really simple some things? lighting along the floor yeah so because no of, you clutter know, but, yeah, getting you know remembering that the sensory may be impaired so mm. hearing you know background noise try and get rid of that and mm. you know and, and use very contrasting colors mm. but what i would say is Get in touch with Alzheimer's Australia. Yeah, Joy. yeah. Get it, get, find a support group. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think that the most important thing you can do is get to talk to other people who are experiencing this. Because so a yes. care or support oh, group yes, type scenario, absolutely. Jackie. Because you know, it, it sounds really terrible, but it is embarrassing. It mm. is embarrassing to be out with someone who is behaving in a bizarre way mm. when you haven't had that before. Remember, you've yeah. had a relationship with this person very mm. differently. This is not something new, not something that you're used to. Do you mm. know what I mean? And all of a sudden, then another behaviour evolves. Yeah. And I think as a society, we can be quite judgmental of sort of different behaviours. Yeah. And so mm. people place that pressure on themselves as well. Mm. Coming back to something that you said before, Jackie, because I've had this experience myself at work where I've been speaking to people with dementia and they talk about their husband or wife who passed away many years ago and mm. it's it's really confronting mm. for you as a person speaking to them because you don't know what to say. Yeah. So do you go along with that and, and just say, oh, they'll be back soon if they're asking where they are? Like do you kind of jump into their world or, or sometimes I've seen people, they're waiting for a bus or a train. Yeah. Do you just say it'll be coming along soon? I think it's really a bit of intuitiveness yeah. here. Because uh, it's really hard to know how best to to, to deal cope with, with that, to make the person comfortable That's and not right. agitated. Yeah. I mean, saying that, you know, that mm. you, it's, I think being honest, mm. like, you know, your daughter was here yesterday and I know mm. you you, ha- you can't remember that, but she was. Mm. And it depends what stage of dementia they're in too. Mm. So somebody who's still living at home would probably have quite a bit of a insight mm. into the fact that they have the dementia. Mm. Uh, uh, and so they know that their mind isn't working properly. And they'll mm. say to you, my mind doesn't work properly. And I said, that's okay, because we can help you. That's why we're here. Mm. You know, um, and it's about reassuring people and making environments more dementia friendly. Mm. Like we've done it for disability. We've done well, a wonderful job of, of yes. trying to make it, uh, you know, more yeah. attractive for people for disability to live, mm. live autonomously within the community. Mm. We need to do that for people with dementia. Too. Well, I feel like in a, some of our past podcasts, we have talked about 
some of the initiatives that the big retailers are bringing yes. into place now. So Coles and Woolies have a quiet hour on certain times of the week that you can go shopping with your loved one with dementia and there's going to be less sensory stimulation yeah. so that they yeah. have a calmer experience. So I think that's really heartening mm. that sort of big major retailers are taking that on board because I think we just don't normalise it as a no. society, do we, Jackie? I just It made me think about that show Mother and Son that used to be on the ABC <laughs> years ago. Yeah. But that normalised it, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. One of the things I think is interesting is that sometimes we make assumptions that the person is experiencing something they're actually mm. not. For example, we might think they're incontinent because they can never find the toilet mm. and then they ha- you know, they, they lose their mm. bladder. But in actual fact, they're not incontinent at all. Mm-hmm. They're holding on, holding on for grim death because they have been conditioned into that mm. since a very, very early age. It's mm. three, three yes. years old, you know. But they don't know how to ask for the toilet. They mm. don't understand what the sensation is. They don't mm. know where the toilet is. Mm. And so recognising, like I often say, that if someone's in residential care and they're trying to get out of bed at night, mm. it's unmet need, okay? Why are they trying mm. to get out of bed? We need to think why. Why, yes, why, why? going to the core of that's it. Right. And that's so, that real essence yes, of person-centred care, to to isn't toilet, it? Yeah. And if they need to go Coming to the toilet, Coming back to basics. They're not going to settle. You can mm. give them all the pills in no, the world. No, no way. Settle. So it's about that. Are they hungry? You know, are they mm. cold? Often mm. people will have a peripheral um, cold. And if you're cold, mm. you don't feel great. You no, feel, you know, it's not conducive feeling, to a good night's yeah. sleep. That's for sure. And if you're frightened and, and you're and you're and you're lonely and you feel a little bit scared, you might just need a hug. Mm. I mean, you might not need a hug. I mean, mm. it's very careful to 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 observe the person and see and talk to their family and mm. and for the family to not feel guilty because sometimes they can't meet all the needs of the person because mm. they can be very demanding mm. like yes. be- repetitive behavior wandering mm. off you know going mm. let themselves out in the back garden when you're you know falling down the steps you know and you feel you have a duty of care mm. but and you re- probably feel as a parent or you know or as you know a child or family like a bit of a failure maybe mm. yeah. if you can't do it all yeah you know? it's yeah. certainly a, a very tough caring role isn't it Jackie it is yeah. it's incredibly hard it is mm. because you're you're dealing with another adult mm. this is not a child this is an adult yes. and there's there's pockets of memory loss and there's pockets mm. of them being right there with us and so I think it's mm. it's it's hard to pick when that mm. asks. and I think you know people do get impatient and I don't blame them mm. <laughs> you know yeah. but it's important to walk away at that time yeah find, find things that you can give to the per- for the person to do to mm. keep them occupied so that you can actually just walk away yeah. like you do when a toddler's yeah, going crazy exactly basically. that's exactly yeah. right yeah, mm. yeah find so yourself videos yeah games yeah. puzzles yeah and save those things for when mm. you really need to have that bit of yeah. time out. Mm. Um, yeah. And there's great um, sort of day programs for people with Look, dementia. They're fantastic. And, and mm. I think the earlier you access one, something mm. like that, so that you've actually got that little bit of a break. Yes. Is, and they might not want to go, but I think that they don't have the capacity to see that by doing that they'll stay mm. at home longer. So yep. what you're doing is you're making – it's tough love. Mm. It's that mm. tough love that comes so hard, and particularly when it's another adult who you've just shared your life with. Yeah, I know <laughs> It's really hard, that balance, and, mm. and also not wanting to infantilise someone either, no. like a grown adult that you've lived with your whole life, sometimes sort of mm. it, that can be and really sometimes difficult sometimes there's a well. lot of manipulation in relationships, and mm. so when the person, other person gets dementia, they can still 
continue with that manipulation mm. and and if okay. that's been a power base mm. then the person caring can sometimes be just worn to a frazzle mm. um so they need lots and lots of support around to say mm. hey you know what it's okay to feel this is too much mm. it's okay to to say you need help it's, yeah. it's really okay share anglican cares let's talk seniors on your facebook page your friends will dig us so like, what are your top five tips yes. for people who are caring for someone a loved one with dementia well, number one is build a support network early, okay? Mm-hmm. I call it a circle of support. Get as many people involved as possible and build it up uh, very, very early on and make sure that you have a good routine that everybody will commit to and will support you with because that, if you get that in early, you'll look after yourself because mm-hmm. number two is stay well and healthy yourself. Get eat, pl- eat really good food, get plenty of sleep and that can sometimes mm-hmm. be a problem with someone with dementia. So that's something you know you can explore the carer might not be able to get enough sleep no Jackie. that's right and sleep is really really important oh, to massively important yeah <laughs> yeah and exercise and being able to take those breaks mm. you know so you need that number three i'd have accept the person's reality yeah don't try to debate argue or instill you know the correct information so like i said if, okay. if someone's lost their husband you might say that they died and they might say well no they didn't well don't go there mm-hmm. you know what i mean okay. if they if they if they want if to they ex- believe the bus is coming just mm-hmm. tell them that's okay. right you know yeah. it's about you can you can try and give them reality but mm-hmm. once there's no way they're going to take that reality just mm. do not do it, it mm. it's really you know it's just not fair mm. on them and no. it's certainly not fair on you because they will continue yeah yeah i think number four is be patient and kind with yourself <laughs> and then be patient and kind you know with the person with dementia where mm. you can but you know be aware of your own stress levels mm. be aware that sometimes the stress levels you have and this whole revolving around duty of care and what i should do and shouldn't do mm. and i always say this don't say should if you think should mm. change it in your head to could mm. and it will immediately change your perspective okay. you know i should be able to you know mm. get him to do this I could get him to do this Mm, you know it changes your perspective and stops you feeling quite and I use that analogy in all aspects of my life don't Mm -hmm. say should it's not a good word okay (laughs) and then finally you know get yourself a support group and recognize when it's time maybe to go into a residential facility Mm -hmm. if you need to or to accelerate to having you know carers coming in and on a more regular basis so like a home care package jackie yeah Yeah. that's right and anglican care offer that don't they absolutely we have home care packages and residential aged care homes and the day center yes we have two fabulous day centers and and wonderful wonderful support in Mm. those day centers for that you know that there's occupational therapies and Mm. physio and you know all all the things you need yes that's a very holistic model of exactly. care it is and cares for the carer as well because they get that break yes. that respite and we have some carer support groups yeah, and yeah right. it's a that's fabulous good. model yeah. and i think that if, if your behavior becomes unmanageable mm. then you need to go and see your gp mm. you need to go and talk to the gp about how it's impacting on you and mm. especially if it's becoming a little bit aggressive or violent mm-hmm. And take some interventions very quickly. Mm. And it may be going into to a residential care facility for respite. And if you do this well, you could book in sort of like for two weeks every three months. That could be enough to give you that little bit of support. Yes. Yeah, um, that's a great Medications tip. are a last resort. But, mm. you know, we should never rely on medications mm. for people with dementia unless we absolutely have to mm-hmm. because we know that in many cases they 
they just don't work. They really don't, and not in the long term. Mm. So. And I guess your GP is a very valuable resource uh, and if a you're geriatrician. a carer. Yes, of Must, someone with dementia. Absolutely imperative mm. that you, you mm. get a really good geriatric assessment. Yeah. Absolutely imperative. Thank you. Great. Okay. Well, thanks, Jackie. That We've was got all. a gift for you today. <laughs> That's you? our lucky dip. I think this one looks good, actually. I, I, I might swap this one out for myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very nice, well, what have you got there, Jackie? I don't know. Do I open it here now? <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us well, what have it a is. Look and you might be, it might be obvious what it is. I'm not sure what well, that one is. It looks lovely, whatever <laughs> it is. It's Body Shop. Oh, oh, it's a little pamper pack, I think, from the Body oh. Shop of lovely oh, yeah. moisturisers and all sorts My of things. My goodness. Oh, okay. thank you, Jackie. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. oh wonderful. Oh, wow. oh yes. That's really good. The <laughs> almond. almond yogurt and milk oh. and pamper pack. Oh. oh, we should be. Just what you need, Jackie. It, it is. It's perfect. It's absolutely lovely. Oh. You know, I like, I do I try and look after myself. Because yeah. I think yeah. if you don't look after yourself, how can you possibly look after others? Yeah, 100%. I guess that's the women, ultimate tip for care. Yeah, yeah. As women, we can be sometimes, and men too. I see some men mm. who are just caring. So mm. hard and so mm. full on. And, you know, if we don't care for ourselves, yeah. we cannot, cannot Keep that care balance. for other people. No. Oh, well, thank you for joining us again today, Jackie. We've loved talking to you. Yeah. We look forward to chatting to podiatrist Susan Reed from Prime Health Podiatry in our next episode on ways to keep our feet happy and healthy in our next podcast. Do you have any topics you want Kylie to discuss? Get in touch by emailing Let's Talk Seniors at anglicancare.com.au.